You're listening to the Red Diamond Emporium, an Elder Scrolls podcast. Here are your hosts, Bob Chichinsky and Dog Bark 24. Welcome, everyone, to episode 38 of the Red Diamond Courier. I am here with you, as always, your host, Bob Chichinsky, here with my good, good friend, Dog Bark 24 How's it going this week, Dog? It's going pretty good. How are you? Doing good, man. Doing good. Excited to be here in the midst of, uh, I guess, you know, for lack of better words, Spooptober, uh, we are super excited to be bringing you guys a little bit of the um, Halloween kind of Elder Scrolls theme stuff going on. If you have been on Twitter, I'm sure you've seen the ESOtober calendar. It's got all the awesome themes. Um, I'll share it on our Twitter. You guys can check it out there. And we... Although we suck at drawing and most things, we do have a podcast that we do an okay job at. So we're going to take those themes and embrace them. And we're going to work our episodes around them. For at least for October, things are going to be a little bit different in the courier shop. Uh, So yeah, it's going to be a fun month. And uh, we hope you guys enjoy it with us as we are excited to bring you guys all kinds of fun stuff as always. So this week we are covering alchemy. Dogged, is that like one of your favorite things in the freaking game anyways? Um no. <laughs> Not really. Go on, I go mean, live, it, man. It, it's one of the things that is essential. You know, it's one of the things that you pretty much have to do, especially if you want your daily writs, and I like my daily writs. I mean, and I like and I like the passes. The passes are pretty good too. Yeah, they really are. It, it's one that you probably level up on most characters. If it's a character you're gonna play, you want those passives for sure. But we'll get into that later. So, uh, for news, we really don't have a lot for you guys this week. Um, you know, we're all still really excited for that uh, Markarth stuff coming up. Yeah, the set collection stuff looks really cool. So, uh, very excited. We are now weeks away. Dog gives me crap every time I say weeks, and it's like a month. But no, dog, it's weeks. Well, actually, it's still a month. It's still. A month I mean, it, it, for... it's weeks for you know. PC, yeah, it's weeks for PC, but it's still a month on Xbox. How still do a I month. do this to myself? <laughs> Anyways, so not too much news other than that. But as I as I said earlier, some news for the show. We are going to be, you know, doing a little bit different theme stuff this month. So, like I said, check out our Twitter. You guys can always follow us there for all the, you know, during the week updates on us. If you're, you know, wondering what, why is there no episode? It's like Saturday night. Don't worry, Bob is just going to finish it Sunday probably. Anyways, at Red Diamond Cast, go hang out with us over there. It's going to be a fun October, I think, at least. So let's talk some freaking Cyrodiil, dog. How, when are you going to get in there on PC with me? Like, it's time. Um, maybe when I get, you know, 
CP160 gear. I mean, I feel like that's pretty good. Right now, I'm just sitting at the same CP40 seducer. Well, you're CP200 now. Why are we not grinding you some sets? Farming because them out. I want skill points before I get sets. I want to be able to get my character, you know, be able to be master crafter, craft everything, and I can craft, you know, new sets for my uh, new characters that I plan on leveling up. Which I'm still, uh, you know, only like some like 50, 60 skill points away. Small number, very small. Fair enough, but you definitely got to get up in there with me at some point because I've been starting to venture in there a bit and I'm enjoying it, I got to say. Yeah. However, it's definitely still laggy on PC. I was hoping that wasn't really a thing. Um, but well, you know, great host at least. The other ones probably not as bad, much less population. So I haven't really ventured in there. But I do like on PC, of course, the add-ons. Auto run is nice. Um, auto invite, man. People just set up groups and like boom. It's pretty cool. It makes it like even easier for people to like play together. Yeah, that sounds really important, you know, especially in Serido when a lot of it is just like Zerg v Zerg, you know, one group versus yeah. another group. I mean, yeah, there's some NPCs, but let's be honest, in CP, they're really nothing except for, you know, the random negates that they'll place. Like, sometimes those NPCs will just kill you with that one negate, and it's sad. <laughs> a well-timed negate is a very OP thing, but... Yeah, so I've been enjoying myself in there. Um, still, I'm rocking my uh, my new moons and my bright throat. I'm doing all right. I need to get stuff transmuted. I got uh, I got Zana in there. People, I feel like people judge me for wearing Zon, but I I love the I love the set, man. I love it when it came out. I, I remember when it came out. I'm just going on monologues, but. Um, yeah, we spent like, I was like, I've never done a DLC veteran dungeon ever, I think, at that time, because I was not in the dungeon game, like, I'd spent five years in PvP, <laughs> but, and it was on drop day, I was like, I gotta do this, we spent like, hours, hours, so, with our, uh, randomness, Quite out of the way. PvP has definitely been a good time. I've been enjoying it and definitely got to get up in there with Dogged and hopefully some other homies. And uh, it will be beneficial to all of us because currently in PCNA slash Stadia NA, we've got DC in the lead with a slight margin. 54.5k over the Albemarle Dominion at 54k. Ebenhart Pact is in last with 51k. So, that's what I like to see. First one right off the bat, DC leading. Then we got PC and Stadia EU, where you've got AD in first with 55.1k. Ebenhart Pact second, 54.3. DC way way back in last with 43.9k like 
just 10k behind even second this is not good so dogged that that was you know dc leading to dc losing horribly what about on xbox how are we doing over there all right so on xbox you know campaign just reset so for xbox na there's 28 days left you have 80 in first with 8100 dc in second with 5900 and ep in last with 5800 and then for xbox eu we have dc in first with 8,500, 80 in second with 6,200, and EP in last with 4,500. And then over on the PS4 side of things, we have NA from our one and only PS4 correspondent, Lotus of Doom. The Ebonheart Pact, he is proud to report our leading at 93K, Daggerfall Covenant, Coming in behind them, 85.5k. And the all Mary Dominion in last with 84k. So not quite too close over there. That uh Evan Hart Pack definitely won that one. So good on them. And uh hopefully DC is currently leading the new one. But for the end of that one, Evan Hart Pack pulled it off. And for EU. I do have some more current scores, so it may sound a little strange, but, you know, who thinks things through beforehand? Anyways, we've got Evan Hartpack the leading over there, too, with 9,500. Then we've got AD in second with 6,000. Well, 6,200. Daggerfall with 6,100. So some very close scores. Evan Hartpack is slightly starting to you know establish a lead uh and yeah that just started so 28 days left um yeah very interesting uh evan hart packed leading both so yes DC but you know lead, dc leading two ad leading two i mean it's it's much more divided this week than it was before Yes, but I mean, one thing that I noticed is that, you know, there's a pattern. EP's in last in three, and EP is in uh, second in one. So if he's probably safe to say, you know, right now in the new PS4 and a, you know, EP's probably in second or last because Lotus and EP were, par- were partying too hard in that new house that, you know, us Daggerfall Covenant and Outer Rain Dominion people helped them get. So they kind of <laughs> lost their edge in Cyrodo. Yeah, well, you know. They uh, rode on, rode into the house on our coattails, and then partied it up. So you know, we went and got some kills in Cyrodiil. <laughs> but I, honestly, I've been having a good time in Cyrodiil, so I'm ready to go get back in there, kill some more reds and yellows. Coming for y'all, anyways. PvP talk out of the way. Don't forget Battlegrounds group cues are coming back. Just have to stick that in there. Now PvP talk is out of the way. So we are here in Spooktober. ESO October. I I don't know. <laughs> but we 
are talking alchemy. One of the most crucial crafting lines or, you know, ways of crafting that you're going to pretty much deal with in the game. I mean, as Dog said earlier, it's something that it affects the way you play on every character. And there's pretty much no time where you're going to be like, yeah, I don't need alchemy. And you could always use it. I mean, you could go about without it, but it's super helpful in Elder Scrolls Online. It could be a little bit confusing. A lot of stuff going on there. A lot of different ingredients. But it once you get the hang of it, it's really not too bad. And you can make some really, really effective potions and poisons. So, dog. Alchemy. Yeah, so, you know, alchemy. I mean, I think one of the biggest things to go over is, you know, what do you, what do you think about alchemy? Well, you have writs. So we're going to kind of go over, like, tools for writs, tools for master writs, and tools for, you know, just potions and poisons in general. And, you know, as we all know, or at least those of us that do, you know, the alchemy master writs, that they can be pretty difficult to do. And really, no one wants to go to go to figure out which material you need to look for. I've done it far too long. And luckily, I found some tools that help me. So the first one that I found is uh, ESLAlchemyGuide.com. Uh, for this one, you just click on buttons for what you want in your potion or poison. This is mostly helpful for creating your own potions or poisons. For like, you know, let's say you want spell power pots, you want spell power... You want spell crit and you want max magicka. Figured it out. Click those three buttons and it boom, it's there. Or master it's because once again you can uh, click whatever three you need and boom. The downside of this uh, website though is that it isn't updated for the Somerset, Dragon, or Skyrim reagents. So it is a little bit out of date, but it is still useful. And then another one is, uh, so you have a UESP's uh, A-Master for Concoction. It is super nice, and for doing the Master Ritz, you click on a drop-down menu of what the potion or poison is called, and you craft based on your requirements of your Master Rit. And this is really helpful for the Ravage Health poisons, or potions, because there are like 10 different Ravage Health Master Rits, and I've had like all of them before, and very frustrating. Because it's very easy to uh, craft the wrong one when you're just doing it by hand. Yeah. I uh, I feel a bit like that was a personal shot at me. What you're saying. Those who do the master it's Because I don't. Definitely don't do my alchemy master it's I just stuff them in the guild bank for dog. But That's exactly how it goes. It's because they're... They are complicated, you know? But that new system, too, that's coming out, that's going to... Um, I believe there was something with, like, putting quest-like little things over, like, items you needed. I know that was in, like, the other crafting. They didn't show it specific for alchemy. But I would think that that would carry over, so... Yeah, I would think so, too, because it's still a writ at the end of the day. 
So that would be nice. Even though there's so many options, it might kind of get confusing. Like, well, it could be with this, could be with this, 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 this. But I mean, I digress. Dog provided some pretty helpful things. So if you have a backlog of those, you know, alchemy things, there are some really, really cool things you could get with, you know, rip vouchers. So they're worth the time. Take a day, just, you know, plow through them, get your rip vouchers, and you will definitely be glad. The alchemy ones, they're not worth a lot, but you stack them up and then you just knock them all out. And one day you could get a lot of experience from it and a lot of rip vouchers. All right. So next up, we have a. Uh the reagent uh, trait learning. Um, from what I've seen, Alcast has the best trait learning. So it's uh, in his guide. It's like Alchem- Alcast uh, ESO Alchemy Guide Crafting. I think it's like the easiest something. I don't... Yeah, and when Dog talks about the traits, each different reagent has four traits that you can unlock. and those traits are important to be able to see, like unlock them so you could see them. So you could tell what you're mixing. Like, why am I trying to use uh, Nernroot with Wormwood? Or why am I trying to use uh, Cornflower with Lady Smock? Like, the traits are what you're going to see line up and give you, like, allow you to create the potion with the certain buffs or poison with debuffs that you specifically want. So unlocking those all is very important. And it is a great way to level up as well because you get more experience unlocking a trait for something than just crafting a potion. Now, when we talk about Ritz, I'm sure, sorry console friends, but all you PC people are like, man, is there is there an add-on for that? Because I guess that's just what you guys, that's like what people used to be like, you know, oh, there's an app for that. PC the players, oh, there's an add-on for that. But anyways, yes, there is. It's um, extension, uh, you know, it works with the, or this kind of same as the Lazy Rick Crafter thing. Um, the daily, do you remember what it's called exactly, Don? Daily Alchemy, perfect. And yeah, knocks that out of the park. Same with, uh, is it the provisioning? Daily Alchemy, Daily provisioning. Yeah, super awesome. Get that, uh, just run over to the station and it'll craft it for you as long as you got reagents that'll do yeah, it. So, so very, very helpful. And you guys might have heard us talk about some of the passives earlier, and that's why, you know, we believe the alchemy line is truly, truly one of the very important crafting ones to get up, even if you're not going to have a crafting character. We say this because potions are always one of the most important things when you're playing a character and doing content. You know, you're going to run out of resources or blah 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 you're gonna want buffs you know you have your crafted potions there is a passive called medicinal use where 
your potions using the potions last 30% longer. That applies to your buffs, to all the stuff. And it's cool because when you level it to the max, most of your stuff will last. Like you could get stuff to last almost pretty much until the next potion. So if you craft enough and you never have to really worry about resources, you just really want the um, pots for the buffs, you could have a 100% uptime. So that's really important. And then the other one, uh, snake blood reduces the negative effects on potions by 100%. So you sometimes you have to use some weird combinations and reagents and sometimes it's like oh i really got the buff that i wanted but it gives me like some crappy debuff for a couple you know a little bit and i don't know if it's really worth it well if you get this passive you, you won't be affected by that debuff and you could just use the combination to get the um the positive you know buffs that you want for your character out of it so the passives are really important. Um, as Dog was telling you, there are good ways to level up this skill line. Dog's going to talk about it more later. And uh, we recommend you do uh, you level up alchemy on all your characters. It's highly, highly worth it, if not just for those passives. So, Dog, what about all the achievements for being an alchemist? Alright, so uh, there's pretty much an achievement for learning all trades for almost all of the reagents. Um, I think the newer ones are just included in the, either Somerset, uh, Elsewhere, or Western Skyrim. Yeah, so when you uh, unlock all four uh, traits, it, an achievement will most likely pop up. Um, for the base game stuff, you have the Botanist and Toxicologist. Um, this is you just unlocking all traits on the base game. And you get a die. So botanist will give you the Nurner Gray die, and then Toxicologist gives you the Verid Viridian Venom die. Uh, you have Master Alchemist, which is get to level 50. This achievement will give you the Alchemist Bilius die, and it unlocks the Alchemist sign, which is 5k gold. Then you have Resin Harvester, which is 1 to 100 resin harvested. And then lastly, the Alchemy Furnisher, which is one of the 25 formulas learned. And I think that is probably one of the hardest ones, as there really aren't a lot of formulas out there that you can get. Like, everything else you can get a decent amount of, but I found that far formulas were pretty hard. In fact, I just got it like probably like within the last month of my Xbox character. So Even just going and checking like guild stores and stuff, not really finding a lot. No, because they're kind of expensive. Like, yeah, like a lot of it is like Clockwork or Morrowind, and that's like your big portion of it. And it's like all, I don't know why, but at least on Xbox, they're just really expensive. Hmm. Very interesting. We love achievements. So, dog, you you got the Alchemy Furniture one. So does that mean you have every Alchemy achievement? Yes, I have every alchemy achievement. I think I have every crafting achievement, but I'm not 100% sure. Well, I wouldn't, uh, you know, argue with you, honestly, because you have a lot of freaking achievements. 
So and I thought I was crazy with the achievements, and then comes dogged. But <laughs> anyways, before we go a little bit deeper into the uh, physical, you know, actual leveling and you know alchemy creating and stuff like that. Uh, Dog went and did some actual leveling and work and numbers and all this cool stuff to talk to you guys about. So we've got plenty of information for you. But we thought that we should talk just quickly about a couple of the just most awesome alchemists in Tamriel. So... We have uh, two for you here. First is Yorvald DeVoe, who is the one and only Breton healer and dragon priest historian from Scale Collar Peak Dungeon. Dogged, what's up with Yorvald? All right. So he tells you the mechanics throughout Scale Collar Peak, and more people should listen to him because let me tell you. He's pretty blunt about some of the mechanics sometimes. And after all, he is a Breton healer, which means he knows what he's doing. And he's probably a Templar, so you know he's right. So don't argue with him. You know he's right. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't make him right. I mean, if you're a Breton Templar healer, um, you you made the right choices. (laughs) You chose wisely. Exactly. See, you get it. (laughs) You know, obscure reference. But anyways, continue. He's pretty much there to stop the disease from spreading. Um, But whatever you do, don't let him be the last victim from the plague. You can grab the two ingredients. There's one after the matriarch and one after Mordio. Morto. How would you say that? You say it as good old 10 mil. Yeah, as good old 10 mil. And you could save him. And yeah, so make sure that you pick up this, uh, that little ingredient to save your old. And, you know, speaking of good old 10 mil, he gives us the plague. Like us players, he gives us the plague. I mean, but uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, we probably deserve it. Um, but, you know, but that's just not nice. Like, you can't just give somebody the plague. But luckily, your old, he makes antidotes for us. And it takes the plague away. And it gives us damage boost, and it gives us extra ulti regen. And yeah, standing in that uh, standing so. in that magic circle is it's it's god mode. Yorval yeah. does know what he's doing when it comes to that. He's like, "Give me these ingredients. I need imp stool <laughs> or whatever." And you're like, "I right, dude. And then you give it to him, and then boom, he's he's master crafter. Yeah, and then he also wants to purge the world and all will be blessed, then perish. Because, you know, that's what the play concoctor, good old 10 mil, says. He also wants Shorval to stop with those nasty antidotes. Yeah. And, you know, that boss, like, you walk in there and it's intimidating, man. You're like, 10 million? Like, why? I mean, but, he's like, oh, five million. He's like, no, I'm gonna drink this, and now I'm ten million. <laughs> as long as you have your world there, you're you're gonna be good. So, with that, we actually have a a very special guest here for you 
stride in straight from Tamriel, the one, the only, Arcasis, the Mad Alchemist. Welcome to the Red Diamond Courier. Aha! It's good to see my name is finally getting the recognition it deserves. Yes, yes, I mean, straight out of your, you know, your own dungeon last release uh to the red diamond courier we're we're excited to have you here so alchemy is clearly you know it's your thing right you're the mad alchemist yes in fact i you know i let the players test my latest formula and they were pretty lucky yeah you know i i must it's tough to see you know them have to have to take you on but you know your alchemy is clearly superior because every time i go back in stone garden you're still there somehow of course i am you think i can ever die no in fact you know what you guys have done you killed some guy's pet chitter how do you think that he feels now i i I, well i mean that's true but we were, you know, we were tasked to stop you guys, but we're we're oh, alchemy. Alchemy is the topic, so we we brought you here because you were purported, you know, as one of, if not the best, alchemist in all of Tamriel. Are are you prepared to make the claim here on the Red Diamond Courier that you, our cases? are the best alchemists in all of Tamriel. I mean, genius does conquers all. And, you know, it's one of my brilliant successes for our case. And all of my alchemy potions and works as designed. Well, all right. Well, th- I'm so glad that we could have break that news here on the Red Diamond Courier. We have brought you guys the best and the most probably eccentric alchemist in all of Tamriel. Thank you for joining us, Arcasis. You're welcome back anytime, man. Yes, thank you. And always remember, I am superior to the Coven's witchcraft. All right. So... I I think uh I think Dog is is back from his break now. Um Dog, you missed our cases, man. He made some wild claims. It was it was pretty crazy. I think the people uh, I think the people will substantially be glad that they got to hear our cases is the number one alchemist in all of Tamriel. Yeah. I hope you know he said that Templars are the best, right? Um, you know. That's what, that's why you shouldn't leave during the interviews, dog, because you Darn. don't get to ask these questions. <laughs> so, with that, we are going to move straight through our little middle break portion of the episode. We just want to remind you guys that we are a part of the oh-so-wildly-popular Robots Radio Podcast Network, where we get all kinds of awesome opportunities being a part of the network. And opportunities we get to bring to you guys as well, like getting a free month when you sign up for one at Gamefly for only 10 bucks, or getting 15% off your 
or first order loot crate and you could get the freaking elder scrolls crate they have which is super awesome people be flashing their dragon priest mask statue all over you know pretty cool so anyways robotsradio.com you can find all kinds of cool stuff link to the discord all of our amazing sponsors and all the other cool shows that you should definitely give a listen to hey guardians we are the destiny show podcast a weekly podcast about all things destiny 2 we invite amazing guests from the destiny community to share their stories and discuss the latest topics from the world of destiny Check us out on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, or live on Twitch every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. We will see you starside. All right, all right, all right. So, dogged. We, you know, decided to uh, change things up a bit and wrap ourselves around these... uh, Spooktober ESO themes. So the moment I told Dog this, I proposed it to him. He was like, yeah, this is, that sounds cool. Let's do it. And he was like, I'm going to freaking level up alchemy zero to 50 right now in the first place. So it's perfect. So sometimes timing works. And Dog, I believe you successfully did so, right? I mean, kind of. It was three and a half to 50, but still pretty close. Close enough, right? Because uh, I, enough. I, I read a couple books on accident. I mean, like, even you start the game at level three coming out of the tutorial. So, I mean, one <laughs> and three are really the same. Yeah. All right. So, uh, first up, you know, for our little guy for, le- for leveling is uh, we're just going to go over some reagents. Um that are uh, mixed together. And the first two I have on my list is, you know, Spider Egg and Scrib Jelly. Both are fairly easy to farm. Uh, you get Scrib Jelly from either Scribs or Quama. And you can, they can find them in uh, the Deshaun Public Dungeon at the group event area. Or the Dove right next to it. And there's plenty of stuff you can kill. And because, you know, Spooktober, which you want to throw out there, that... That that Dell is pretty popping. So is that public dungeon because you know, Witches Festival is coming around and you, like that little area right there, you have a delve, a dolmen, and a public dungeon all like pretty much right next to each other. And there's not and there's a world boss not too far away too, so boom, you know, east side of Deshaun. No, that's west side. Boom, west side of Deshaun and you can get like four out of your like five or six or seven uh, plunder skulls right there. Plunder skulls. Yep. And if you're sitting at Lady Laryl's shelter, uh, I mean, sometimes, you know, she doesn't want to spawn in. She gets farmed way too much during that uh, fight. And she's she's kind of abused. So what you can do is sit there and murder the 15 scribs that are just waiting there. For your alchemy stuff. It's perfect. You know, get crawlers, get maybe some scrib jelly. And of course, you know, that's tips that only dog would give. Dog is so proud of that. I am. 
All right, then next what up. What about some more tips that only Dogged would give? All right. So, you know, spiders. You can find spiders at Spindle Clutch 1. It's a good way to get them, especially, you know, if you're doing random dungeons, you're going to go in there often. By the way, you know, Witches Festival, you need a dungeon boss, and Spindle Clutch is perfect for that. You can get some spiders. So is a, a what's it? Fungal Grotto 1, but Fungal Grotto 1 is for a Scrib, Scrib Jelly, Quama. But anyways, uh, you can go to the Scuttle Pit Delve, which is east of Grotwood. That has a bunch of spiders in there. And once again, be sure to kill 1 HP spiders because, well, they just give you spider eggs or Scrib Jelly if they're Scribs. And then, of course, Resto and Lightning Staff. It's always the best tools to, you know, slaughter one HP bugs and animals. One of dogs' favorite pastimes. Especially if they're sheep and canard issues. Gotta get that uh ledgerman up. Dude, I, I really need to work on that. It's I've never got my ledgerman past like five or six, I think. Wow. I mean, it is pretty difficult because everything is just one experience. You unlock a chest, one experience. You sell a purple item, one experience. You sell a hundred guts, a hundred experience. Yep. And I think I usually just only do chests, so that's probably why even on my old main, it's like six or seven. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. All right. No, no, I got it. I got it. You know. And then, along with that, you got flesh, fly, larva, which you can also combine with scrib jelly. And flesh, fly, larva is another good one that's pretty abundant out in the world that you could go get. Flesh, fly, larva comes from the swarm of bugs, sometimes, or more easily from zombies, which is awesome because... If you've ever gone and farmed in Alakir, you probably know that there's some pretty decent zombie farms out there. And um, if you haven't, I can tell you uh, that first area over on the beach there by. um, Gosh, why do I want to say Sentinel? Is that it? That is the town in Alakir. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the first town over there. For some reason, I thought it, and I was like, oh, no, that's elsewhere, but, you know, deserts. Anyways, um, so, yeah, the zombies right out there by the beach. There's some great pools you could get. And then outside of that, over to the east of the zone, kind of northeast, there's, like, a town over there. I don't have the name on hand, but you have to actually go in through this little, like, thing into the ruins, and it's, like freaking zombies everywhere and people are there grinding all the time but if you want to go and get flesh fly and just have it you know to help level up you know store it in your craft bag this is a great way to do it and then another classic combo that is not too bad that you know not too expensive can help you level up stinkhorn and dragonthorn Dragonthorn is pretty cheap, and so is Stinkhorn as well. So you could, um, you know, those are in abundance a lot and not 
super super popular ones so you could get a lot of those and level up just freaking you know start at one uh level and then just get to the next one get to the next one get to the next one so speaking of leveling dog i you know you started at three and a half right yes i did we use the books but that's okay yeah i used a uh, stink horn and dragon thorn because it was cheap i brought uh the dragon thorn at 50 gold per and the uh, sink horn was 55 to 60 gold per. And th- those were prices I found on, you know, PCNA, just in Deshaun. I didn't want to search too far. I was too lazy for that. But, uh, you know, as for where it goes, I did a uh, 17 with Icker to get to level 10. And then I got the next proficiency. Then I did six with slime. Then I stopped. I got my chemistry passive. So I got extra poisons to sell. And then I did 26 more with slime to get to level 20. And then I got the next proficiency. I did 17 with gal, which gave me another chemistry, so more poisons. And then after that, I did 20 more with gal to get to level 30. No, next proficiency. I did uh, 54 with uh, terebinthine to get to level 40. Then that was, you know, your next proficiency. I did a 51 pitch bio to level 47. That was the last chemistry. So I'm getting 16 poisons now to sell. Pretty good. Then I did eight more pitch bio to get to level 48 for the next level up. And then I did nine tar black to get to level 49. You know, for the la- for the last one, which is a uh, 10 night oil, and you're at 50, and you've done it. And all these uh you know, random named things. They are all the uh, specific, um, you know, solvent that you need to make the different tiered level poisons. And we focus on the poison ones when you're leveling up because you stack those quite frequently, especially when you're like leveling up a tune, doing dolmens, etc. And when you kill like Daedra and stuff like that, that's where you're going to end up getting the poison kind of stuff from. So uh, it's usually in more plentiful supply than the water solvents for potions. Yes. Plus uh, you can make some profit from selling the poisons, especially when, you know, when you stop by each chemistry level to uh just be able to kind of make that gold. If you spend any, you can make some back from it. Yeah, which is nice. But yeah, so kind of as a recap, I used a 17 to 21 Icker, uh, 32 Slime, 37 Gal, 54 Terrapentine, 59 Pitch Bile, 9 Tarblack, and 10 Night Oil, which is pretty much anywhere from 218 to 222 of each reagent. So. You know, just a little bit over 220 uh, Stinkhorn and Dragonthorn. And then the profit that I made from selling all the poisons was 8.3k gold. So I made about a third of the gold back from what I paid to buy those uh, Dragonthorn and Stinkhorn. Alright, so, you know, in comparison and summary, uh, I kind of compared my totals to uh, 
outcast guys to see you know what our numbers were i was noticing that my totals were about 10 percent less than his totals and bob do you have any idea why well i mean he leveled one to 50 you leveled 3.5 to 50 so doesn't make see, sense that you would take less i mean that that would make more sense but did you know that eso plus gives uh an active 10 percent extra experience bonus yeah and did you know that it also gives a 10% inspiration bonus, which is what helps level your crafting skills like alchemy? Yes. Or no, I did not know. Because I tried with a 50% experience. So I was like, oh, well, maybe, you know, if I wait until uh, the October, you know, which is festival, I can, you know, put on a 100% scroll, put on a 50% scroll and, just, you know, go it up. It's not the case. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, one of the things that a lot of people like. You know, they think that, like, um, as long as I'm getting more and more experience when I'm crafting and deconstructing and doing that kind of stuff, I should be leveling up faster. Theoretically, makes sense. But experience that you gain and towards your level is actually different than a lot of the stuff that goes towards skill lines. Now, not to say experience doesn't directly affect certain skill lines, because it does. But those are mostly your class and weapon skill lines. For most of the guild and crafting ones, there are specific things. Now, all crafting is inspiration, which it's literally just the name for the experience you get for your crafting things like when you're crafting. But an awesome part about ESO Plus, one of the many, many awesome parts, um, not, you know, trying not to be a billboard, but you do get an extra 10% experience gain, like Dog was saying, towards your level, plus you get extra 10% inspiration gain. And that is the only way you can find that, uh, other than uh, some other buffs, like, I think, champion points, right, Dog? Yes, you get a 20% passive uh, bonus from having 30 green CP into the tower tree. Yeah, so... If you have those two, then you're looking at, you know, a 30% increase in, uh, you know, crafting experience or inspiration gained. So that could be a big help in getting your stuff, you know, stores a bunch of intricate items in your crafting thing, decon it, get your stuff to 50. Or for alchemy, just a big help, you know, in uh, using less mats to get to 50, which is the point that Dog was starting this with. Yes. So uh, kind of like, you know, putting all the different stuff together. So if you have no bonus, I'll cast you 259. So we're just going to round, round that up to 260 because it's a nice number and taking off like 10% is easier that way. So yeah, so you know, no, no bonus. Let's say, you know, you're, you just got the game. You're doing this. I don't know why you would be, but you know, or you, you know, you don't have ESO plus or you don't have the CP slot into the tower. And you don't want to change your CP because sometimes that's too much of a hassle. And you're just too lazy like me. But uh, yeah, it, it takes 260 uh, reagents so of each one. So it's like a lot more. But yeah, 260 of each. So with ESL Plus, that's 234. With CP, that's 208. And then if you have both of them combined, it's 182, which is pretty much almost you just make 80 less potions or poisons. Like, that's a lot. So, are you saying you 
didn't have that green CP buff. I did not have the green CP buff. I'm putting my CP in the other tree because I wanted the, uh, I want to have the faster, uh, yeah, the, uh, gathering thing. Yeah. I want to have the faster gathering to be like the one pickaxe and boom, you got it and can go. So, yeah. So that is a dramatic, honestly, just really like big drop in the amount of mats needed to get to 50. All right. So uh, other ways to level it up, like there are five alchemy skill books that you can find throughout Tamriel. So if you wanted to save ingredients at the end, you could essentially grind alchemy to level 45 and then go search for those books. Um, these are the books and places to find them. You have a uh, alchemy practicum. Uh, you can get that from a uh, Mournhold Tribunal Temple Alchemy Discovering Traits. There's a few places you can go to this side of a Mizendelf, the Dangerous Pass, which is a fighter skilled quest area. This is a second zone for each alliance. So when we talk about zones, you know, the capital cities and all that. Uh, That'd be got- the second quest of the fighter skilled line, pretty much is what that means. You can also find that in the Belkarth's uh, Stargazer's Observatory. And Mothnar Monastery, which is in Deshaun. You have a Confessions of a Bold Alchemist, which you can get from the Uncanny Alembric in Fort Amal in East March. Fundamentals of Alchemy, which is in David Schwash Mage's Guild, or Hrogger Hold, which is in Stonefalls. And then lastly, Seps Kiss, which is in Hey Halai, which is in Shadowfun. And, you know, since Dogged has uh, taken the time to inform you all about them, I will make sure that these get in the show notes for you guys. So um, if that's something you want to do and you want to go check out these books for Alchemy, get a little bit of a head start, you totally can do that. Those will be in there for you. So, like we were saying about Alchemy, well, I mean, we've said a lot, clearly. Dogged has uh, got you guys all kinds of different ways to level up. We talked to the most impressive alchemist in all of Tamriel and talked about one of the other ones. And we've talked about some of the benefits that alchemy can bring to you, your main character, and all your other characters as well. Now, speaking of that, Getting onto another character and, you know, having to grind something like you already have to grind a lot. You have to do so much when you start a new character. You need skill points, you know, you need sky shards, you got to grind certain quests, you got to grind certain, you know, all kinds of stuff. Everything has to be leveled up, different skill lines, etc. So... Adding to the grind can always be uh, just, you know, heartbreaking almost. But alchemy is worth it. And there's a lot of different ways to make that struggle a little bit easier. Right, dog? And it'll cost a whole lot less. And I definitely spent a lot of gold. Probably about like 40k gold on a... Yeah, probably 40 to 50k gold on my alchemy stuff because I needed some uh extra solvents that i ran out of yeah it's definitely uh nice when you have just full craft bag 
and you could just do it as you know pretty easily um honestly you probably have some of these mats lying around you know if uh you leveling isn't something or alchemy isn't something you do too often uh especially if you have a craft bag that you don't bother you know you just put stuff in there but anyways it's definitely like doug said it can be expensive so it's not something you need to get straight to 50 right off the rip if you know you're gonna have to pay for it the whole way there on your other characters but if you've got supplies in your craft bag you know we can multi-craft now, so you could literally just, I mean, you know, what was there, eight different solvents that, you know, you use? Um, one, yep. two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, so that's like seven clicks if you do it, you know, in Dog's mathematical method. It should work out that way, but um, yeah, it's totally worth it, like... Like we said, if not just for the ability to craft potions, for the passives. Because it honestly, like, you know, you, you're you on a specific character you want to do, you know, you're going into, I don't know, anything. A dungeon, and you're on your stamina character, and you want weapon damage pots. But you don't have them, you know, so... What are you going to do? Log out, log back into your crafter, go somewhere, craft the things, put it in your bank, log out, back into your DPS. Or just have Alchemy level up on that character, because it's not even that hard. And then boom, just walk over to a station and bada bing, bada boom. Nice and easy, you're ready to go straight into your dungeon or PvP. So, as we've said, it is totally totally worth it and dog what else you gotta say so you know it's always you know worth grinding out stuff and you know this is kind of like you know some of my tips and tricks on how to grind because this is something i did on xbox i uh took a character and i did all this and i was able to use all those materials and pretty much made all my other characters into uh master alchemists Except for the ones that aren't, but I do I have enough supplies for that. But anyways, I digress. Um Yeah, so Yeah, like pretty much like ex the experience from potions or poisons is the same. So it doesn't matter if you like if, if for whatever reason you just wanna farm the water because you like potions better. Like maybe you might plan on using some potions for like your other characters to level up. You know, you can always do that, but I always suggest, you know, farming the poisons because you can literally get it from any monster. So you can get it from farming beetles, spiders, quamas, zombies. And not only are you getting their, you know, reagent, their special uh, alchemy ingredient, you're also getting the poison solvent too. And then kind of just letting you know a little more math behind it. Uh, to be safe, if you figure that you want to have 60 of each solvent per character uh, to get your alchemy up, then that should be more than enough. And then for tar black and night oil, you probably only need like 10 per character. So for example, I plan on doing on 7 more characters, so I'm probably going to harvest about 400 of each of the uh, solvents, and then a little over 100 of the tar black and night oil. 
and I should have more than enough solvents that I will ever use. Very, very nice, man. I think we knocked it out of the park, honestly. Yeah. Like, we were really excited to, uh, you know, kind of, you know, make ourselves part of this uh, ESO spooktober themed stuff going on. Uh, you know, we saw it that first week and we're like, ah, can we do a full episode on alchemy? And then we're like, come on, honestly, with how much we ramble on. Yeah, we could <laughs> probably do a full episode on alchemy. And it was a lot of fun. Um, totally worked out. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Alchemy is definitely something super important and uh, really helpful for your build. So dogged with that, let's, uh, you know, sweep the floors and get out this shop for the week. Where can people find us if they want to come talk Elder Scrolls and all things Red Diamond Courier? All right, so you can find the show on Twitter of at Red Diamond Cast. Uh, you can find us on Facebook of the Red Diamond. All right, you can find us on Facebook of the Red Diamond Courier. Uh, you can uh, join our Xbox Guild of Airs the Red Diamond which you can join using the Robots Radio Discord on our robotsradio.net. And if you check the show notes of our episode, you will see, as I mentioned earlier, Doug's list of books to go level up your alchemy. But along with that, links to our merch store and our sponsors, where you got to use our links so they know that you came from The Courier. And our music producer. So if you're a streamer and you're sad, you can't blast all your cool music. He can uh, make you all kinds of cool beats. If you're a podcaster, you need a cool intro. So you sound like a awesome top of the line podcast. He can help you out with that. Like he did with us. So anyways, uh, you know, all that helps support the show. And as always, if you guys could take the, you know, just the, couple minutes out of your day um especially if you listen on like apple podcasts and you know the just go to the show the stars are right there you know give us a review if it's five stars and you leave words we'll shout it out on the show we just did last week for russell and i still should you know find the one like why is it so hard to view freaking reviews from canada like this is should not be so complicated anyways really appreciate it if you guys do that but on top of that the the biggest thing you could do for us to help our show grow is go to your guildies go to your homies you know your friend in discord that you play all the scrolls with and be like hey there's a show uh the red diamond courier that i've been listening to and uh they're they like to talk about all these girls and they do a pretty good job of it. So maybe you should check it out. That would like literally be mean the world to us helps our show grow so much getting the word out there. Um, you know, good old uh, word of mouth, but uh, yeah, it really does help. And uh, you guys know how much we appreciate your support. I spend all the time talking about it, you know, here at the end every time. So 
yeah thank you guys so much uh we love being here and doing the show and we love you guys giving it support back to us and uh it's it's almost been a year we're you know in the last couple months of our first year and it's been a lot of fun and like i said we have an awesome october planned out so dog what about if they want to come talk to you and um you know ask how you nailed down our awesome legendary guest our cases all right well you can find me on xbox at dog bark 24 you can also find me on twitter or esopc of at dog bark 24 if you guys want to come talk all things elder scrolls you can hit me up xbox bob chichinsky esopc twitter and twitch all the same, Bob underscore Chichinsky. Thank you guys so much again for stopping in, hanging out with us, couple of goofballs talking Elder Scrolls. And uh, we will be here once again with you next week. If you uh, want a possible hint at what we'll be talking about, check out our Twitter and that ESO October calendar. So you guys have a good one. We'll catch you next time. Yeah. See ya. Peace out. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Should introduce myself. Um, I'm Corin Black. A humble half-demon, and folks around Baltimore call me the Devil's Runt. Here we go, finally moving again. How do you feel about methamphetamines? You know, Devil's Blood don't make you a devil. Under the Shroud. Fantasy, noir, and horror from Baltimore's sin-soaked streets. Find creator Ian Humphrey on Twitter at fictionalian.